the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. I am so glad that you stayed with Simply for Women today because my guest is an incredible treat. Her name is Dr. Jessica Peck, and she has a new book coming out in just a couple of days behind closed doors. The reason this is so important is it's written for families. It's written for teenagers uh, or for families of teenagers. She is a doctor of nursing, a nursing practice, and she's a registered nurse, but she's also a doctor from Baylor University. She has her doctorate, 20 plus years experience as a pediatric nurse practitioner. You may have heard her on Sirius XM's Doctor Radio. She's also appeared on CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox. She's treated teens with mental illnesses, uh, responded to suicide attempts, treated self-harm wounds, and even emotional trauma of cyberbullying, sexting, pornography, addictions, and numerous other issues. I, I am very honored to have with us today Dr. Jessica Peck. Welcome to the show. Oh, Jennifer, thank you so much for having me. I'm so looking forward to chatting with your listeners today. It's it's going to be very beneficial. And your handle, I guess, is Dr. Nurse Mama. Is that correct? <laughs> That's right. That is my professor brain, my hands-on nursing experience, and my heart as a mom. I've created as a guide on the side to walk with families through challenging seasons. And you actually have, as the mama part, you have four children yourself. I do. Four mm. teenagers at one time, <laughs> 19, 17, 15, and 13. So I am living, breathing, sleeping, eating all things teens, both personally and professionally, and I wouldn't change it for a second. Well, we, we really need a, a prayer ministry, don't we? And I think you even <laughs> talk about prayer in your book when you have four teens at home. Oh, you're a praying mama. That's right. That's exactly what I talked about because, you know, this whole journey for me started when my oldest became 13. I thought, you know, I was a pediatric nurse practitioner. I was kind of prepared. I was so not prepared. And and I was coming from a broken relationship with my mother and some, you know, generational trauma and a history of broken relationships. And we were driving down the street one day, myself and my daughter, who was 13, she was in the backseat. We were having a recurrent argument, and mm. she threw a book at my head while I was driving. Mm. I'm talking a four-volume book. This was commitment. You know, this was intentional. Wow. And I pulled over, and I remember doing, in that moment, the most important thing I've learned to do as a mom now. And I did. I prayed. Yeah. And I just said, God, give us, a, give us a new way. Give us a new path. Show me how to do this. And now she's 19, and we have a great relationship, and I really want to share that journey with other moms out there who are hurting and thinking, oh, I'm just in the trenches, and, and I don't see hope. I want to tell those moms, there is hope. There is hope for healthy relationships. Mm. What, what were some of those traumas that you experienced as a child? Well, you know, I'm really grateful that I grew up in a in a Christian home in a with a legacy of faith. 
but we just did not have good relationship dynamics. And there was, um, our home was just very quiet and had a culture of silence on issues that mattered. And, and, you know, was very focused on what we should do and how we should look rather than our hearts. And so that just led to a lot of broken relationships on the oldest of five and Mm. actually didn't have any contact with any of my siblings for almost 20 years. Mm. And, uh, and that, that was just a really difficult thing going forward. And I think there's not one woman listening who can't identify with some sort of broken relationship that you want desperately to be fixed and you pray about and you try so hard and you think you do all of the right things. And yet it's just, the gap is not mended. And uh, that is still, you know, where I am today with my parents and thinking, how do I raise kids when I don't have a relationship or a model to follow at all? Uh, that, that can be very difficult. And even for a family like mine that looked perfect on the outside, we mm. were certainly far from perfect. And, you know, the addiction runs in my family and all of the things that come along with that. And I really have been on a journey of hope and healing from that for, for the last 20 years. And God has been faithful. That's what I've learned in all of that is that God has been faithful. And I think about C.C. Winans' song, The Goodness of God. <laughs> one day we were talking, at, we were singing that song, and I was thinking about the lyric, All My Life, You've Been Faithful. And I thought, wow, if you really mean that, saying that can be hard to do. But yeah, all my life, God has been faithful in the good and the bad and the beautiful and the ugly and you know, the, the mundane and the miraculous. God has been faithful to continue to write my story. I think we could be friends because Cece Winans <laughs> is my absolute favorite. I think I've worn out her latest album, the one she did during coronavirus. Believe, or, believe for it. Absolutely. Oh, Cece, you know, God has oh. been faithful. And I think about, you know, just like you, you are pioneering with your kids. Many of us are pioneering or with our kids. And, and it's almost like, walking through the dark on eggshells. How do we know what to do with the teenagers? I would like to just list a few of the chapter headings, and maybe we could talk about some of these issues. You talk about mental health for teens, uh, social media, cyberbullying, even substance abuse, sexting, all of these things. We're just... Uh, is it is it just me or does it seem like we've had an avalanche of uh, assault against our teenagers in the recent years? Oh, an absolute avalanche. I mean, an all-out perfect storm. And it is overwhelming for us as parents. I, I remember my daughter early in her teen years telling me there was no way I could possibly understand the challenges she was facing because I was born in, quote, literally the previous century (laughs) and she was right you know she was right but in a way it just seems such a world away and we look at things and as parents I believe we're the first generation of parents who is facing such a significant sea change in parenting and guiding our children through things we just simply did not experience that did not exist when we were growing up we didn't have to worry about vaping or pornography like Mm. it is today or social justice or gender identity issues or even, you know, fentanyl crisis and all of these things. It just seems like every day there's something new that's coming to threaten our teens. But here is the good news. Mm -hmm. Our kids are, need us. They need our old, our old school skills to partner with their new fresh world perspective. 
because we know how to have those in-person social interactions. And our teens don't, especially those impacted by COVID who were isolated and just interacting in online environments. They can have anxiety going and being in real person environments, and we can lead them in that way and show them how to have those in-person relationship skills, which are just so important. And we also know from research that the main predictor of a a child being resilient and being able to overcome adversity is a meaningful connection to one adult. And we have the amazing privilege as moms to choose if that person is going to be us. And I want to give mom's practical, tangible communication skills to be able to do just that, to build a healthy relationship with their team. Well, why don't we start with like the most basic questions? I I know there's some parents listening right now and they're like, okay, I don't even know how to monitor all the online that's monitoring almost seems a thing of the Mm -hmm. past. How do you speak into monitoring social media or monitoring devices? Is that even possible anymore? You know, I don't think it is possible. And I honestly have never really adopted that. I hear a lot about gatekeeping these days and adopting that as a style of parenting, which when our kids are young, that's really important for us to protect them from anything that might come their way. But as they become teens, we really need to be their coach. There is no way we can possibly anticipate any threat that will come up on social media because there's always something new. And it's all about relationships and opening that door to communication. A lot of parents are afraid to expose their kids to something that they haven't been exposed to before because they think, you know, we don't want to expose our kids to things that are that are so scary and dark. But We know that living in today is a reality that they are likely at some point to be exposed to some of these things. So intentionally exposing them in a developmentally appropriate way positions you as the expert, and most importantly, it opens the door to conversation. Now, when you talk about these things, you know, when I talk with my kids about sexting or pornography, they do not say, (laughs) oh, mom, thank you so much. This was such a great conversation. I appreciate you (laughs) equipping me. No, it goes more like, oh, my gosh, mom, no, oh, no, I don't want, no, I don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They come to me later and they'll say, remember that thing we talked about? I have an awkward question. And that is really important. And so for parents who don't know where to start, who are thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where to start. This is what I would say. It is a complete myth that teens do not care about what you think or that they want to be with their friends or that their friends are a greater influence than you are. That is absolutely 100% not true. Your teens care very much what you think about them. Mm. And more importantly, they believe you when you talk about them and when you say things about them, they believe you. And the second thing I would say is that if you don't know what to say, then just listen. Just a couple of weeks ago, I helped host a suicide prevention event in my community. And I had one table for the parents with post-it notes all over it and one table for the teens. And it was what I wish I could say to my parents and what I wish I could say to my teens. Oh, that's good. And as I walked by the table where the teens had written what I wish I could say to my parents, I want you to picture this eight-foot-long picnic table, basically, covered in post-it notes. 
with one word on it. And that one word was listen. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.